Welcome to Clydesdale Media, fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off at checkout at c4energy.com. The 2023 Season Series with some amazing athletes. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Presents the Athletes of the 2023 CrossFit Games season. We end our week every week with Miss Sydney Michalishan. Sydney, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. And you have your treat right there in front of you. I do. My great Zevia. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny because I, I posted the other day that I finally got the jersey that I ordered with your name on it. And one of my listeners reached out and goes, I feel so bad for her. She has 67 letters in her last name. It must be hell to fill out forms. Yes, it actually is. I like my <laughs> signature is just like an S and M and then like a line. I don't really write the letters out. Yeah, I can't even imagine because my signature is I, I go to the Z like it's Schweitzer, S-W-I-T-Z. And then I don't, I can't even do the ER. Like it's Z and foosh. <laughs> yeah. You kind of just get the, the S, the M, and then you're good. Yeah. Well, I need to, you know, to match the, all the letters on your Jersey, I have to, I need a big signature from you when I see you in California. Okay. I'll make that one like really good. Like I'll like, I'll make out all the letters just special yeah. for you. <laughs> awesome. Perfect. <laughs> so we finished the open. Um, feeling good, relieved, don't care. <laughs> I think <laughs> relieved isn't the right word because the season's just getting started. I think I'm more excited. Um, and things are really like ramping up now. So, um, I think the open is like a really cool segue into just kind of like, or more of like an introduction to like, okay, getting serious. I feel like once the open's done, it's, it's time to rock and roll. So I'm more excited, I guess. Yeah. And Bruce Wayne just yells, Sid, Hi, Bruce. with a bunch of wavies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, what I love about the open is the community feel of it. And, and sometimes like elite athletes don't get to even experience that because you're so focused on training and you're not really in, and I don't know how it works at CFNE. So if you could like walk us through that, are you guys kind of separate from the CFNE community or do you ever kind of bump into each other? Um, like for the open or for training or for all of it for open, for the open, open, any of it. Yeah. Um, so for the open specifically, we like to do our workouts Friday morning. So we do our workouts Friday morning at 10 30. And, um, the way CFNE is laid out is, um, it's like a really big gym. And then there's like a wall in the middle with like sliding doors on either side. So we can train at the same time as the class is running all day, which is amazing. And then there's no, like we can play our own music. Like the wall kind of separates it. So it almost is like two gyms, but in one, so we can go at all times during like the classes um and then for the open they do friday night lights 
So we like to do it in the morning, but we definitely could jump in. And I know like lots of other members like will jump in with us. So it's separate, but it kind of is like a community feel at the same time, if that makes any sense. Cool. Yeah. I like that. Um, that it opens up a little bit and gives those, um, those other athletes an opportunity to work out with you guys. Yeah. And that's gotta be cool for them. Yeah. And especially like training, we're like always on like the other side because like we train during class times all the time, but people like members and stuff are always in and out of the space. Like it's, and people like, like regular members, like come back and do their own thing after class. Like it's really just like a separate space to like do your own stuff. And that's where we hang out all day, but we see like lots of members in and out all the time. And so it really does. Like, I feel like we do get the community aspect there, which is why I love it so much. So what happens when you're back in Winnipeg? Yeah. So, um, I did the first open workout at CFNE. Then I came home and I've been doing both of my other open workouts at undefeated. So their space, this one's, this is actually kind of funny because, <laughs> so they just have one big gym space. There's no like separate anything. There is like a little back area that you can work out. Um, but I train a lot and my times don't really like fit into like open gym schedule very well. So I've kind of just decided I'm going to work out whenever I want. <laughs> and it was a little bit of an adjustment at the beginning um, for everyone. And I just appreciate them so much because they've been super accommodating. And so I kind of just stick with my normal schedule and I just try and work around people. If that makes any sense. I kind of try and stick to the back. I'll like do my net cons at like, the times of the day when it is open gym. So I can use like the big area and stuff like that. And then, so I kind of just like train around the classes and the members and all that type of stuff. Um, and then for the open, there is like a big group of competitive people that we all do it together. Um, at like the same time that I would do it. Like if I was back at CFNE, so it really worked out really well. Okay. Yeah. So you're the diva that just shows up and takes over the gym. Yeah. Basically, I feel bad about it. I feel like <laughs> I'm just constantly making a mess and like leaving talk everywhere and dropping equipment and breaking it. And but I appreciate them. So thank you. <laughs> um wow. Well, the first the first part of fixing the problem is recognizing it. Oh yeah, I'm the problem one hundred percent. And let's talk about you breaking equipment. Well, I don't think I've like really broken anything, just like maybe a few plates. I drop the dumbbells sometimes. I shouldn't do that. Uh, no. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be aware. I'm trying to be aware. So like when you're at the, in the athlete area at CFNE and it's kind of your own, like you're used to dropping stuff in a competition. So that's what happens when you're training. Yeah. Yeah. We okay. just drop stuff though. Like we drop dumbbells, we drop bars, we drop plates. Like, I mean, we're not like trying to be careless with it, but like it's, it's CrossFit. Like you're going to drop equipment. Like it's, you know what I mean? But I mean, I didn't really think about it. I mean, I guess like the wear and tear stuff. Right. So I'm trying to be more mindful. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's, hey, I love that you're being transparent about it and <laughs> uh, talking about it. That's what's great. Um, and 
I think when I first started CrossFit, like I was the same way. Like I loved being able to like lift a heavy barbell and just drop it. Like it, there's a, there's a, a whoosh that comes over you when you get to do that. Right. I mean, you can, if there's like 45s on it, but if there's like tens, you can't do that. Oh, you're slinging just little bars around. Well, it just depends what it is. If it's an open workout, it's fair game. If it's anything like that, I think it's fair game. You can drop it. But in training, sometimes I get really like into it oh. and I forget and I'll just like drop my ten my tens from overhead and I'm like, oh, it's not my gym. It's not my plates. Shit. So and then you just I like, get back put to it the... back together. <laughs> so I want to finish up with the open workout of this week. So right now I want to talk about what do the next two weeks look for like for you? Right. Cause you don't have a long time before you have to turn around and do quarters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think quarters. Are you going to be able to get back to the States or are you going to be doing it in uh, Winnipeg? So uh, I'm going to be doing quarterfinals in Winnipeg. Okay. Um, and the next two weeks of training for me, I'm on like a slow taper. Um, until quarters. So I'm on a bit of a back off week this week. My intensity is high, um, but my volume is lower. So I only have maybe like one or two super intense pieces in the day. And then everything else is just good volume, good quality movement, stuff like that. Um, but I'm not getting like destroyed by lots of volume and stuff like that uh, leading up to quarters now. So just kind of like good quality pieces making sure I'm feeling fresh, making sure I'm feeling sharp. And then I'll start like my real comp prep taper Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Cause I'll, I think, I think we'll get workouts on Thursday. I'm not 100% sure, but I have a feeling that'll be what it is. So taking this week to train hard, but being mindful that I am competing in like a week and a half. Okay. So one, yes, you're getting workouts on Thursday. Okay, cool. At noon Pacific time. Sweet. Um, and you get two of them. And then the next day at noon Pacific, you get the next two. Gotcha. Okay, cool. I and don't then know the why next day that. at noon, you get the last one. Sweet. Okay. So yeah, I'll be in Winnipeg. Last year, you got all five on yeah. the first one. This year, they're not doing that. They're releasing them two at a time. Yeah, that's cool. It kind of forces the order, I guess. Yeah. And I think it equals like levels out the playing field a little bit. Um, so, so you have to stay in Winnipeg. You said it was CrossFit undefeated. Mm -hmm. So quarterfinals take up a lot more time than an open workout. Do they have a lot of people doing quarters or are you going to have to like arrange times to make sure? No, they're like a competitive gym in the, in the city. So they have like a lot of people doing quarterfinals. So it'll be set up for, for that. So it won't be like super stressful or anything. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It should be, it should be a good, there should be like a good group of us doing it. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I know like at my gym, there's a lot of people that have made it to the next round. Like, I don't know who open and who masters and who whatever. Yeah. Because they're all in different weekends and stuff, but I know we have a good chunk, so that's going to be interesting too. Yeah. I think at um, undefeated, there's like a lot of, there's a few like age group people, but there is like definitely a few people that are doing like the individuals. So 
I won't be by myself. So that's good. Yeah. We had like an unknown. He's my coach every day at noon. A unknown guy has never been to semis or anything. Finished 11th in the world. What? What's his name? Yeah. Alex Morgan. Whoa. Just came out of nowhere. Well, I mean, I, not to me because he's been like at our gym for a while. Um, but yeah, to the CrossFit world, definitely out of nowhere. Cool. That's really cool. Yeah. And I go to Christy Aramo O'Connell's gym. So like they're coaching him too. So, yeah. So like, like he's getting really good coaching as well. That's super cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I don't even think I've said that on the, on the air here. He's been killing it all open. Um, and he's an awesome dude. Like I just want him to do so well. Cause he coaches us every day, Aww. um, at noon on my noon class. So yeah. Um, so next two weeks, you're going to have to be cold and try to warm up up there in the frigid temperatures of Winnipeg, Manitoba. Yes. Oh, you got it. Yes, I'm getting good at my Canadian geography. You are. I'm not good at my American geography. I'm working on it. <laughs> um, and then, um, and then it's going to be important for quarters, right? I've talked to like Carolyn Prevo this week. I've talked to Kelly Baker. They're all like, it is so important to be one of the top heats at semis that you can't, you can't take for granted the quarterfinals. Yeah, of course. Especially with 60 people. Yeah, of course. You take quarters um, just as serious as you would take anything else. I feel like I, my mindset, even going into the open, like I don't, anytime I'm competing, I feel like you take it serious. So there's no, there's no like half-assing it or even like having that part of your brain even like be a thing. I feel like when you're competing, you're competing. Um and it is important. Like if you don't show up, something could happen. You know what I mean? Um, nothing's ever just a given. So yeah, you definitely want to put up a good showing in quarterfinals for sure. And from your description, you're deloading for that. Oh yes. Yeah. To like, a degree. Yes. That. Yeah. Like I don't want to be fried if that's for sure. So, right. I mean, you can do the open yeah. through, like you can train through the open and still put up like decent, like good scores because it's like spaced out, but it's like a competition weekend. Like the five workouts over the three days, like it basically mocks a semifinal. You're just doing it from home. Um, so you want to be tapered. You want to feel fresh. You want to feel good for that. Um, and then I usually take like a couple days, like five days after quarters to like chill. Um, so like treat it like a legitimate like competition and then you're super fresh and ready to train for semis. Yeah. Cause you actually have a bigger window in between quarters and semis. Yeah. This is really almost an extension of the open. Yeah. Almost like the old fifth week. Um, just with a break in the middle. Yeah. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So you kind of want to feel fresh for it, you know? So. Yeah. So let's go back to this week's workout. It, it gets announced. We, they bring back the wall walks net, but we're going to add in some strict handstand pushups later. Uh, barbell keeps getting heavier, which doesn't ever seem to be an issue for you. Um, what are you thinking when the, um, workout comes out? 
Um, my initial reaction was, oh boy, here's some handstand push-ups. <laughs> I I'm not a handstand push-up girl. I wasn't, but we're getting there. We're making progress. Um, initially I was like, okay, this is one that that I'm gonna have like let's see, let's see what we've been working on. Like one of my biggest, if not like one of the biggest areas that I've been working on is just handstand push-ups strict deficit all of that my my pressing upside down is just nowhere near like my pulling um so that was like a big area that we've been focusing on so initially I kind of was like I don't really know like we'll see but it was more of just like a let's let's see where we're at type of feeling see I think that's and I said this with Matt Poulin earlier today I think that's the beauty of the open the open, whether you're an elite athlete or an average Joe, it's about learning about yourself. You've had all this off time, whether you just did the open last year or you're coming off the games, you've had this off time to train your weaknesses and the open comes and now it's time to learn who you are. Mm -hmm. exactly. And so going, going into this, did you think that, or did you think, oh shit, I'm going to learn who I am? <laughs> No, I, I knew that like going into it, like I knew that, that no matter how this week turned out, like I was just going to get really good data from it. Basically, like I was happy that it showed up because I was like, okay, like I need to see, like, I need to know if what we've been doing for the past six months has been working, you know, like there weren't any handstand pushups that came up at Wadapalooza. And I was like praying that there were going to be, cause I'm like, I just need to know, you know? <laughs> So, um, I was really happy that they showed up, um, cause now I just have really good data from it. So what did you learn about yourself? Um, I learned that I still need to work on my handstand pushups, but if it's mixed with like something that I'm good at, like I can still hang. So, I mean, I did a lot better than I was expecting, which is like really cool. So I can be like, okay, like all of the work we've been doing has been paying off. Like just keep, like, it's kind of motivating to like, sh like keep doing it. Like it's kind of given me a little boost of to like, when I go and I do my handstand push up stamina and training, it's kind of like, no, what you're doing is paying off, like keep going. So that was like nice to see. Um, but I also like look at some other times and I'm like, no, you, you got some work to do still. So, but it, both of those things are very motivating. So so what was the effect of the handstand pushup on that final bar of snatch? Did it even affect you? Cause you're a, like, you're a strong girl, right? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It, it hurt me. I think I, I dropped my third snatch, but I mean, I fixed it quite quickly. Like it didn't affect me that bad, but I was, but I was feeling it where like, I knew that I could gain a lot of time on that final barbell because I knew like, like my times were my time to get to that final barbell was probably a lot slower um, just because of the handstand pushups. But I was like, okay, once I'm at this final bar, like I can gain a lot of speed here. Like I can, I can catch some people. Um, and I don't think I was like fully aware of the state that my shoulders were in. <laughs> so like I looked at the first one and I was like, holy shit. And I did the second one and I was like, oh my God. And then I went for the third one and I dropped it. And then I went, yeah, you should probably chill for a sec. <laughs> and then I finished it up, but yeah, it was heavy. Did, 
Did you power or squat? Uh, it was like borderline. I don't know. I, I think in my brain I was squatting, but it was probably like a really, really, really low power. I prefer to okay. squat snatch everything, like whether it's cleans and or snatches, like I will squat snatch anything over like one. Yeah. Anything over 155. I would prefer to squat snatch. I just am better. But a lot of the times they, they end up looking or could count as power. Yeah. I, I talked to a couple athletes this week as in our check-ins and they tried to power to make yep. up time at the end. And it went horribly wrong. Yeah. Because they, they underestimated the shoulder fatigue of the handstand pushups. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I like in my brain, I was squat snatching from the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, one of our athletes that they had the same thing in their head, got there and thought I need to make up time and switch their strategy. And it did not go well. Yeah. I don't think I, if I was like, you're going to power it, I probably would have missed it. I was like, yeah. you like, this is, this is heavy. It was, it was, it definitely felt like not 155 after all of those handstand pushups. That's pretty, it felt more like 175. Yeah. Crazy. It's funny because, um, my co-host cat, I was just talking to Kelly Baker about this. Her like party trick is strict handstand pushups. She can do them anytime, anywhere, cold. Like we've been in the middle of shows where people like say, go do it. And she'll pop up on the wall and just bang out a ton of them. Really? She could, she didn't even get there. Oh yeah. The, the wall walks took it out of her shoulders. Um, to the point where her snatch at 95, she tried to power and just couldn't and like forgot to try to squat. Now she just turned 50. So she's not like, but she's like in the top 200 in her age group. Yeah. Like that'll like, it melts your shoulders. Like it's not just like a normal snatch that you do every day. It's like, okay, now you're going to snatch after you've just destroyed your arms. It's really, yeah, it was a really, really cool workout. Yeah. So, so the open's done, you finished 20th in the world, you know, for training through got, that's a good data point, right? You're mm -hmm. hanging with the best in the world. That's pretty awesome. Um, does this totally get wiped out of your head now and we just move forward or are there, were there lessons learned and things that, that you're going to take into the gym for the next couple weeks? Oh, I, I definitely am going to learn from this entire open experience. There's so much good data that we pulled from it. Um, I'm really happy with where I finished, but that part is just kind of like, okay, that's good data, but now you've got the whole season left to do. So kind of just taking that, um, and being like, okay, check, move on to the next, but we're kind of just um, going to take a lot of like the stuff that we learned from the burpees and the running workout, the handstand pushups. Um, and then just like also seeing like the, the muscle up toe to bar workout is like, Hey, like that is still where, like, I know my strengths are. So that's good. As we keep working on my weaker points, just kind of checking that my strong stuff is still my strong stuff, you know? So it's kind of just like good yeah. to learn, um, all of that. And I think that this open really 
really gave me a lot of good information. So we're happy about that for sure. Yeah. I think you just answered Bruce's question, which is how do you feel about your open performance? You know, it was good data and good to learn from, and you're just moving forward. Yeah, of course I'm happy with it. Like, um, it was from an execution standpoint, I, I feel like I executed all of the workouts really well. Then my headspace was good, um, during and before and after all of them. So from that standpoint, I'm, I'm very happy with it. Yeah. So my last question to you is you went to college, you were a college volleyball player. What did you study in college? Um, I don't know why I just blanked there for a second. Um, phys ed. I was like, what did I study? <laughs> I was, um, I thought I honest to God thought you were going to answer science or engineering because the way you talk and the way you collect data is very much like a scientist or an engineer. So I have a minor. I well, almost, I like was getting my minor in biology. Um, but my major is, or was going to be physical education. Yeah. I just, we do a lot of like collect. I like write a lot of stuff down. We like data over here. We like to track progress. (laughs) Right. And in our conversations that comes up a lot, right. That you collect data on workouts that you're very detailed about it. And I just was curious, like what you studied in college, because does it match the personality of your, your data driven personality? I don't think so. I think I'm only data driven in CrossFit. I didn't really, I don't think I do that in any other part of my life at all. Have you, have you ever thought about being a coach? Yeah. Yeah. I have lots. Do you think you would be data driven as a coach? Yeah. I think it's very important. Even if you're coaching volleyball or another sport other than CrossFit. Yes. 100%. I feel like, well, that's actually, cause we collected a lot of data, like playing volleyball. That was a huge part of our sport, like our stats. So yeah, I feel like any sport you play, if I was a coach, I'd, I'd want all of it. <laughs> okay. So you, so it is more than just CrossFit. It is yeah. something in that, in your personality that you like to see where you're going and, and how to improve. Yeah, for sure. That makes sense. Okay. So did a deep dive there. Did you catch that? You did. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Well, Sid, thank you so much for doing these. I want to respect your time. I want you to get back to your grape Zevia. Um, So thank you for doing this. And we'll see everybody next time on the Clydesdale Media Presents the Athletes of the 23 CrossFit Games. (laughs) 